and welcome to Side Character Quest, a one-on-one Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, I'm Ty, the host and DM, and with me this week is Sam. Hello, Sam. Say hi. Hi, everybody. Hello, lovely listeners. <laughs> um, Sam, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about your uh, journey with Dungeons and Dragons. My journey. Um, yes. Well, you know, we're all on this journey called life, are we not? Mm-hmm. And sometimes wonderful things will come through to make it a little bit more fun and sunny. And one of those things has been Dungeons and Dragons. And I am a noob for those of you who, who need to know uh, this. So I don't know very much. I'm probably going to be asking Ty some questions on like, what does that mean? How do you do? Which dice do I roll? All that jazz. But I've only <laughs> really started about a year ago and I've only done done like one-offs uh no full campaigns yeah uh tell me about the the character that you're going to be playing today uh, you don't have to go into too much detail just sort of like the basic like class level yeah yeah so um i am playing a character named leslie Shanope. that's her last name Shanope. first name <laughs> leslie um, and she is a level four human wizard. Um, I prefer to say witch because I think witches are cooler, but you know, whatever. <laughs> wizard, sure. I think witches are cooler. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she is a librarian and she loves knowledge and books and learning. Yeah, and she uh, she lives in the city of Cirque, which we've also seen um, in these stories with Alton uh, and... We've seen it other times too, haven't we? No, maybe it's just been Alton. Cirque um, has been mentioned a lot. Cirque's been mentioned a lot because it's like the biggest, it's like the, there isn't really a New York City equivalent in this world, but like if there was, then it would be that. It, it's the biggest, it's definitely the biggest, most diverse city uh, in this world. So uh, normally I uh, like to give my guests a little uh, boon or, or, or something, some sort of like special item. I, I think that this time around, I'm going to let you uh, describe to me what what would you like Leslie to have? Just putting me on the spot. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like if she had anything magical, it'd be something that she maybe made herself. Okay. Um, I think that she hasn't really encountered that many wizards or magic wielders in her time. Um, she's definitely self-taught from, from mm-hmm. reading and books. And in my mind, she casts magic through creating like equations, mathematical mm-hmm. equations and formulas. And so she's able to do magic that way. So maybe she has a special journal, a book, um, and maybe she found this journal and it's like, kind of like, and I totally just came up with this on the spot, but kind of like in okay. Harry Potter, the Marauder's <laughs> Map. Oh, interesting. And you know how it's like, you know, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. And then boom, you can see the map. And then you're like mischief manage. And then boom, you can't see the map. And if you try, it's like Snape's an ugly fart, you know? So I want the journal to be like that. And so she has all of her notes, like her formulas. And maybe it's kind of also like a diary, but it's like very special to her. But only she can open it because she like knows like a magic phrase. And then she can wipe it clean. So if anyone else were to find it, they would just open it and just see nothing. Cool. Do you have have a, a specific phrase in mind or do you want 
to save that for later. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you think of it. Uh, yeah, let can, me think on it because I feel like I can't come up with anything cooler than I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. I don't think Lo- Leslie would say I solemnly swear I'm up to no oh, good because no. she's like a goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I feel like she would need to have something like super, super Leslie. And I just I I need time to think. Yeah. All right, that's that's really good. I really like that. Um, do you have anything you would like to uh, to share before we we get started? I think I'm good. All right. In that case, let us get started. Look around the room. The walls are made of plaster and stone, the ceilings are high, and a few of the windows have been opened, allowing a soft breeze to cut through the rows of tall, long shelves. You see a goblin man quietly reading to a couple of young humans in a plush carpeted area in the back. Several monks from Congress Monastery are taking notes from medical texts. A few tables from them, a 20-something artisan, based on her attire, is studying a book on arithmancy. It's been a long day at the library. Uh, what have you been up to? What What is your job? Yeah, so I think she would have been, and I take it she's like not the only librarian that works here, because I think one person could not do this all on her own. So she's like been taking shifts, like sometimes working at the circulation desk, like helping people check out books or find books because she knows like she's got it all memorized like she's I don't know if they have the Dewey Decimal system here but like uh, it's all up in her head. Come up with your own name we'll do that. <laughs> oh my gosh I am not spontaneously I'm creative not enough for that thank you um, the Jeremy Bury Me system anyway <laughs> she has been doing that she's been shelving books so maybe right now She's conjured mage hand and is like pushing a little cart as the hand is like picking a book and then oh, putting it up <laughs> on the shelf. And so she's just like casually restocking. And that is and super cool. I really like that. Did you just come up with that on the spot? We have talked about this. Yeah, have we? Have That's we? That's the I, only spell. I was thinking, okay, what spells would work for a librarian? And like that was the only one I was like, ah, I can actually see a use for this. Oh, okay. Okay. I forgot that we had talked about that because that's really nice. I like that a lot. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, like I said, the place is, is fairly uh, quiet right now. Although this is a, this looks like a fairly mixed group of folks in the, in this library, uh, it is open only to members. Um, so it, it's fairly quiet this time of day. Um, you don't have just people wandering in off of the street. And so when when you do hear the main door of the library bursts open and you hear somebody run up to the desk and start ringing the bell, uh, you take notice. So I guess I'm a little like, huh, you know, just like a little like shock because it's like, oh, wow, someone is like showing some type of excitement in a library, which I'm not used to. Um, so I kind of slowly put down what I'm doing. I'm kind of walking over. I've got like a big smile on my face, like, welcome. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, just so you know, like Leslie in my mind has like huge fluffy orange hair that's just like mm-hmm. super bushy. And she's like tries to put it up, but like it's still all over the place. Like it's all types of crazy. Um, so anyway, she kind of walks over to see what's happening. So you walk over and you see a young person, maybe uh, maybe a teenager, 
ringing on the bell, uh, just sort of looking at the the desk. One of your coworkers, who's supposed to be manning the desk right now, is off somewhere. It's got to be Billaby. It's always Billaby. Always Billaby. God, Billaby. Always Billaby. Always Billaby. Uh, and as you you are walking up, um, the sound of your your footsteps uh, and the rolling of your cart. Uh, did you bring the cart with you? I don't, it doesn't matter. No, I left the cart. Um, alerts this youngin to your presence, and they turn around. Oh, I need a voice. <laughs> All right, I think I'm just gonna do a little basic, a little basic Southern accent. Um, <laughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me, Miss. Uh, I've got a message for uh, Miss Leslie. Uh, do you, do you know where she, where I could find her? They hold up a uh, envelope with uh, a wax seal on it. Okay, cool. Um, all right, I had talked about doing a character voice for Leslie, um, uh-huh. and I'm probably gonna chicken out, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to try to slightly alter my voice in a way that hopefully is comfortable to me, but is something that is distinctive. Um, <laughs> wow, I'm adding a lot of like lead up to this. Um, okay. <laughs> Well, hello there. Uh, you found her. This is Leslie. I am she. How can I help you today? Um, well, uh, I, I, I just have this uh, letter. Um, I'm just supposed to deliver this to you. And uh, they press it into your hand and then turn and walk away or like kind of rush out the door. OK. Oh, well, well thank you. I appreciate it. The door like slams shut behind them before you've even finished saying that. OK. OK. Alright, I guess I open it. I guess I open it. Cool. You open up this letter and it's it's made with a very fine parchment. You take out a a, a letter opener off of the front desk, cut through the wax seal, pull out this nice fine parchment um, with very carefully scrawled uh, text on it that says, "Thank you for your application." Our foundation strives to make a quality education possible beyond the borders of our beloved city on the circle. Uh, that's Cirque, where you live. I know. I'm saying that for the listener. Okay. <laughs> Not for you. Uh, let me do a little editor's note. Um, <laughs> and we be- and we believe your project will help make that dream a reality. Before final arrangements are made. Our chairperson would like an opportunity to meet with you. Please find her at the tea shop on Abercorn. Your usual table has been reserved. Uh, and there is a, a time written on it, which is about 30 minutes from now. Okay. Um, well, first, I think Leslie is going to give like a yee! And she's going to like just jump <laughs> up and down. It's going to be really loud. And like everyone's going to like turn and she's going to be like... <gasps> She's going to, like, put her hand over her mouth and just be like, have this face like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I broke this sacred rule. But she's, like, very, very happy. Um, So she's, like, cannot contain her excitement. So then she's going to probably run. There's probably, like, a back room behind Mm -hmm. the circulation desk. I'm imagining, like, where librarians can, like, lock up and leave their stuff. Yeah. So she's probably gonna go try and find Billaby because she's like, I need, I need to go. Like, I have thirty minutes. Uh, so you you run into the back and um, see a short halfling. You, you said you ran into the back, right? Yeah. Okay. The back room. You run into the back room and you see um, sitting on one of on a couch, reading through a book and uh, and just sort of laughing to themselves. You see this older um, halfling man just kind of chuckling to himself. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> 
Bellamy Jr., <sighs> what are you doing right now? Uh, and he uh, he sort of jumps jumps back and uh, drops the, the book, which hits the ground with a thud. You look at it, and it's just it's one of those really dumb joke books that's like, uh, like people from South Bend are like this, but people from Mount Rena are like this. Uh, one of those, so those really dumb books. Yeah. Really and funny. He, he was loving it. He was loving it. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, I was just on, I was just on break. Um, yeah, uh, hey, uh. Billaby, I don't have time for your wackadoo-ness right now. I have somewhere <laughs> very important to be because my application got accepted. And I'm like flinging my um, paper in his voice. face. And I'm like, Ugh. I need you to man the library right now. It is very important. At first, they seemed like very um, like, oh, no, I've been caught. But as soon as like you take out the application and show it to them, their eyes like light up and they seem uh, Billaby seems like genuinely happy for you in this moment. Oh gosh! Oh, you know, I'm on it! I'm on it! He stands up and uh, runs, uh, grabs a little like stool that's sitting at the next to the door of the break room and runs it out to the front desk. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna like give him like a big smile and like a thumbs up and then I'm gonna grab my stuff and I will head out. And as you do, um, you're seeing him like he sets out his little stool and hops up on it so he can look over the front desk and uh, you head out into the street. Welcome to SCQ Trivia, a special sponsored segment brought to you by Flying Crow Coffee. Flying Crow Coffee, super fresh coffees, roasted in tiny batches. Today, we're joined by our old friend, Eli. Say hi, Eli. Hi, Eli. <laughs> Are you ready for your question, Eli? As ready as I can be. <laughs> Great. For your first question, what's a better name? than SCQ Trivia for this segment. Uh, fuck you, Ty. <laughs> well, that was fun. Thanks again to Flying Crow Coffee. Make sure to use the discount code SCQ10 at checkout to let them know we sent you. And Side Trivia Quest. It's Tide Trivia Quest. <laughs> and get 10% off a single order or off your first subscription order. Find them at flyingcrowcoffee.com. It'll be in the show notes. Back to the show. Outside, you can see uh, that you are in downtown, um, downtown Cirque. Uh, you are in the middle of things. Um, this is a very, uh, it's not the, it's not like the wealthiest part of the city, but it is definitely like a very um, well-to-do area. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that nearby, a few blocks away, um, there is a, uh, there's a college. Um, you know that there's shops all around. There's a few apartment buildings nearby, um, all sorts of different stuff. And uh, down a ways um, on Abercorn Street, one of your favorite tea shops. Just I assume you're heading straight there. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't yeah, really yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm an, I'm, if I'm early, like all the better. Like, 
cool. you know, early to rise, first bird, worm, all that jazz. Gotcha. So you uh, you head straight over there, um, passing by uh, lots of. Um, you're you're walking down this these cobblestone streets. You pass by uh, large um, statues of various figures. Uh, you walk by um, all of these people. Um, there's halflings, goblin, uh, gnomes, elves, humans. Uh, everybody going down this way. There's even a. Um, you see a busker uh, who's a dragonborn. Just all sorts of cr- uh, crazy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And as you you are on Abercorn Street, you see uh, that your you see your favorite uh, tea shop, mm-hmm. uh, tea and tea, and uh, tea you and make tea. your way tea and tea. Um, and uh, you step with tea and tea. No, no, no. Um, you step inside, uh, and the this place is is sort of done up like a alchemy shop. Kind of like it looks it looks like a a comically overdone alchemy shop, but it's really all like different types of teas and uh, and different things. And like their signature, um, their signature dynamite uh, drink uh, is is over in one corner, which is like a tea that has like a like a hefty amount of caffeine and also some spice. Uh, But they also have regular uh, regular things. Um, such as a uh, Rena fog and stuff like that. Um, and as soon as you you uh, step into um, this tea shop, you catch the eye of the person behind the uh, desk, uh, behind the counter, um, and they immediately start uh, whipping up your usual drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Leslie would be a creature of habit. She'd like probably get the same thing. Yeah. What did, What does she? What does she? Uh, what does she get? Uh, definitely the Rena fog. Cool, cool. The Rena Fog Latte, for sure. Yeah. Um, so you, you go over, and uh, the person behind the desk, like behind the counter, passes it off to you. Um, you throw a couple of uh, gold pieces, I assume, and um, then uh, look around the space. And once again, like outside, well, d- were you about to say something? Sorry. Mm-mm. Okay. Once again, looking around, there's you know a fair number of people out um, in the. Uh, in the shop right now, uh, there's there's all sorts of different folks, and you spot your usual table. What what is where what does your normal seat look like in this place? Like what what is the spot that you like to, how you like to come over here to relax? Okay, so me, Sam, not Leslie, would probably want like a corner table away from other human beings because other mm-hmm. human beings are you know a lot, um, but I feel like <laughs> Leslie wants to be in the center of things and I feel like because in my mind Leslie is like very extroverted yeah um, but she's a librarian which is like a very introverted type of job it's like a very quiet job not that much social interaction so I feel like she'd pick a table like smack dab in the middle of the tea shop so she could like hear and like soak up all of the like city life because she's not from the city originally Mm. but she's like one of those people who like moves to a city because she like it's like, oh my god, the city. So yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so you you look around and uh, you see the table that you usually sit at, and um, there is already uh, someone sitting there. There is a a dwarven woman in a uh, nice blazer um, with a little lapel pin on it, uh, and she is sitting there, nose in a book, uh, with a steaming uh, cup of tea uh, to her side. Okay. So Leslie is going to probably assume that this woman is the person she's supposed to be meeting. Um, And she's going to suddenly have like a little moment of panic, like, oh, my God, 
what if I'm a total doofus and they withdraw the application? So Leslie's getting all up in her head a little bit. So she kind of freezes and then she's like checking her her outfit and she's like, oh, I should have worn something like I should have worn my blazer today. But of course, mind you, she's like very professionally dressed already as (laughs) is. So like her freaking out about this is like not really like should not be a worry of hers because she's got like this insane like turtleneck on even though I know like Cirque is probably on the warmer side but she's like got this like little green turtleneck on she's got like really cool like you know like um chinko type pants like she's super like professional but she's like ah um so she kind of slowly slowly timidly walks over to the to the table hoping the woman looks up from her book Um, So you're probably standing there for about 30 (laughs) or 40 seconds before this person uh, finally, like, just sort of you see them just sort of glance up and then look back at their book. And then they glance again and then they they slowly look up towards you and see you standing there. And um, she closes the book, uh, sets it down and uh, stands up and reaches out to shake your hand. Okay, I'm I'm gonna shake her hand, but I'm I'm gonna be kind of like a little bit lost for words. I'm maybe maybe very quietly. I'll be like, hi, hi, I'm 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 Leslie. Oh, hello, um, Leslie, uh, Mr. Leslie. I'm very happy to meet you. Uh, won't you please sit down with me? Okay. Uh, and so she, uh, there's there's obviously a chair on the other side of this table. Um. Is that's that's how you do. Uh, Usually you you sit where she's sitting. uh, So maybe that feels a little weird. But uh, but she sits down across from you and um, sets uh, pushes over her book, um, which uh, you recognize uh, as a recent poem collection that uh, that's very, very popular uh, right now. It's called Demon Meter by uh, Hal Botton. But she just sort of puts pushes it to the side. I say, I say, just kind of like, just blurt it out. Oh, I love that book. It's very good. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, um. And then I like check myself. <laughs> I, I, I like it as well. Uh, I, I personally preferred his uh, older works, but this is very good as well. Um, sorry, uh, wh- where am I? Uh, my name is Hosalda. Uh, I am the. Sorry. <laughs> for for listeners, uh, I know I know who she is because I've been I've been listening <laughs> to stuff, but like other people might not. So uh, um, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Wasn't she a bad guy? For for people who are curious about Hosalda, please refer to Alton's first arc, uh, which starts with um, episode Alton steals the show part one. So. <laughs> Okay, well, Les- Leslie doesn't know Squat Diddle, so... No, no, Leslie doesn't know Squat Diddle. Well, I- I'm very, very glad that you were able to meet me today. I- I- I've been reading about your proposal. Uh, uh, I am glad that that other people are interested in getting education out to the masses. But I just wanted a chance to speak with you and to get an idea of, uh, of who I was putting our weight behind uh, before finalizing anything. Should I talk about the plan? Her plan? Yes. Because um, I feel like I haven't mentioned it. Yes. Uh, if Just in your own words, please tell me uh, what it is that you're planning on doing. Of course, of course, Miss uh, Hasalda, you said? Yes. 
Okay, uh, so I, I'm a librarian currently, and I honestly believe, I believe truly, that libraries should be public. Anyone should be able to walk in and grab a book and read and enter another world, and whether that be another world that's completely made up or just to learn about their own history, I think that is very important. But libraries these days are so expensive, and you can only really get to them in big cities like this. And I grew up in a very small town, Mrs. Saul a very small town and I had to self-educate myself and that wasn't easy. If I had access to a public library like the one that I currently work in, uh, who knows where I would be right now. And there's so many people with so much potential. So uh, I feel very passionate about this work. Okay, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see passion. Uh, could you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, where, where are you from? You're from the city? Oh, well, like I said, I'm from a small town uh, just outside of the city. Mm. Um, it's probably, hmm, maybe a short cart ride out, maybe about two hours or so. So it's not easy to go back and forth, so I'm currently living in the city right now. Do you have a family in the city, or...? No, I'm on my own right now. I thought it was important to branch out. See, my family, they're a little narrow-minded, you'd say, and they don't really like the idea of me living alone in a big city, but I'm plenty capable, you'd see, to go about anywhere I choose. <laughs> I'm enjoying this voice. Uh, <laughs> um, well, uh... Good. Uh, I, I, I appreciate someone with, with passion and someone with independence, although I, I encourage you to, to seek out those relationships in your life and, and to uh, foster friendships wherever you go. Mm. Now, I, I, I am not, uh, I'm trying to think of like, I, I feel like I want her to ask you like one other thing before I move on to the next thing, because I, I want to like sort of establish. So, I wanna, well, this is an interview, right? Yes. So let's think of what are interview questions, just yeah, to get okay. everybody on edge and thinking about, oh my God, what are interview questions? Okay, I should know this. I, it was not long ago. I was going through a whole bunch of interviews. I, I wanna, I wanna, I want her to ask you like one hardball question. That's something that you could actually like, yeah, reasonably answer and would be potentially interesting. Oh wait, wait no, fuck, I had, a, I had a thing. No, um, well you could ask me. Okay, well, this is a really bad interview question, but like, what's your greatest weakness or something? Okay. People don't really ask uh, that anymore in interviews, but it's a very it's a very annoying one. Oh wait, wait. Okay, there's there's you you mentioned um being self-taught. Uh what what is your what do you focus on? What do I focus? What does she focus? On? What do you mean by what do I focus on? Like um like what are you trying to like what are you trying to get her to talk about? I'm trying to get uh, get you to talk about like what. So obviously you're a librarian. Yeah. Uh, like, are you when you were researching things for fun? Are you researching like you know in your private life? Are you focused on like magical studies? Are you focused on like history stuff? Um, she just wants you to go into that a little bit. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a totally fair question to ask, and I'm happy to answer it. Um, and it doesn't have to be one thing, by the way. You can you can elaborate. I'm talking here, Ty. Okay. Excuse. Um, <laughs> how rude. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm losing I'm losing her voice. It keeps changing. Um, 
it, it got <laughs> it started off uh like very like you but with like a subtle like southern thing and then as it as i know the went, twang has getting, really gone in. it got real broad real twangy um i think that's just like i can't do subtle for too long it's gonna like either swing back to me or swing this other way so i think i'm just gonna keep it twangy because I think it also it also works because like if she is nervous, maybe she gets like more twangy more and she twangy. gets more nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK. Yeah. So I like to study a little bit about magic, but I find that the only real way for me myself to do magic is I actually like to write out geometric and algebraic formulas, and that's how I like to conduct it. But as far as the, my day-to-day research, I'm really interested in understanding all the different religions that happen all around, all around us. So I'm really interested in looking into that. So I've been reading up a lot about them and doing my own research. And the circus is just the best place to be doing that type of research, if you know what I mean. When you say both of those things, like when, when you first say like uh, studying things with mathematics, her eyes like widen uh, with like you know happy and then when you say the religion she looks even more pleased mm-hmm. by what you're saying well that, i i must say that that's all sounds very wonderful uh we i think that we are people of the same heart uh i just have one one thing that i would like you to take a look at just to know that i'm i'm putting my putting my my uh my trust, trust? in the right person yeah. Uh, and she reaches into her, her bag, which she has on her side, um, and she pulls out a a white glove, and she places it on the table between you two and sort of pushes it towards you. What do you make of this? So it's just a white glove that she's showing me. Um, as you, you look at this white glove, uh, you notice that it has um, lots of uh, red stitched into it, forming various um, shapes and symbols. And you also notice that it, it is uh, it only has four fingers like it's, it's missing one of the fingers. OK, and I can tell that, like, it's missing one of the fingers, but it was made for somebody with like four fingers. Like the fifth one is just like not like it's cut off, like it's just. Stitched yes. For four. Okay. Yes, it, it is stitched closed. OK, um, do I recognize the symbols? Like, are there ru- are they ruins that I've like runes that I've like come across in my reading? Are you gonna make me roll for it? <laughs> I am gonna make you roll for it. Uh, okay. This is gonna be an Arcana check. Okay. So it should be under that that tall I have list of plus skills. five for. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing when I said this is what she studies. Okay. Can I get advantage because I have time to like really look at it? Um. I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm going to say no, unless you can give me like a particular. Uh, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to give you advantage for that. But if you have some other reason that you might be particularly good at this, um, let me know. Mm. I mean, other than she's like, you know, sitting at a tea shop, no one's trying to kill her and she studied this stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say just just regular because like eat. Fine, yeah. fine, I'm gonna roll. I'm just, I'm a very bad roller. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, that's a, a eight plus five, so 13. A 13. Okay, um, so you, uh, pick up this glove, uh, and you're sort of looking at it, and, um, you 
you you've talked you were talking about having used mathematical formula and uh, shapes, I believe, or just formula or like geometry. So I or have like, pulled up. Um, so she's going to know and she's going to use um, like geometric uh, perimeter and area formulas. So, you know, like your basic like triangle, rectangle, but then also circle, trapezoid, spheres, mm-hmm. rectangular prisms. But then she's also going to know some like like linear algebra. So okay, so so you're you're doing your magic with like geometric kind of stuff. Geometric, but then also in my mind, since I know a lot more about statistics, like also gotcha, like other like maybe levels. she knows some regressions and that can cause magic. I don't know. So cool. okay, okay, no, this, this is good. I, I'm just trying to trying to get a picture of like what exactly you you're describing and how it applies to this. So. Looking over this glove, uh, although like you have the the way that you cast magic is something that you have taught yourself that you have come up with uh, on your own. Um, Mm -hmm. Looking at this glove, this seems like very familiar to you. Mm -hmm. Like this, this is very much in line with the sort of uh, spell casting that you have devised Mm -hmm. on your own. Um, And and so it, it looking over it, you kind of get the the idea that this glove um, does something with electricity and uh, you Mm -hmm. it doesn't take you very long to kind of get the the idea that like, okay, if you were to hold this and uh, then hold this certain image into your mind, um, then it would channel uh, a electrical spell through the palm casting uh, in in D&D terms, shock and grasp. And you can also tell that there's another layer to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is doing some sort of abjuration, some sort of like protective magic, but you can't quite tell what that is doing. Like you, you can tell that there is the shocking grasp, and you can see how you could use that, but there's something else, and you can't quite, you don't right. know quite what it is doing. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say that like Leslie has her little notebook out with her because she always mm-hmm. carries it on her, and. She's going to open it and then she's going to like take the notebook and she's going to like whisper her little slogan to the notebook because like she doesn't nice. want she doesn't want Hasaldo to know. And so maybe Hasaldo is seeing this and it's like, what is this person doing? And is like, does does Hosalda see the ink show up on the pages? No, she just sees me take this okay. book and just and then put the okay. book down, you know, <laughs> so like it just looks like. It looks a little weird. And then I mm-hmm. take out my my pen and I start trying to like sketch out what I think the formula is saying just to kind of like double check my work and make sure I'm sure. And then I I also am curious about that second layer that I don't fully understand. So I kind of write out what I think, which is probably not the full formula, but like a partial formula that I'm able to mm-hmm. gather. And I just write mm-hmm. that down and I put like a big question mark next to it because Leslie's a very curious person and she does not like coming across something she doesn't know. So she's going to want to yeah. figure this out later on. Do you do you when you have figured out the other thing, do you uh, do you take extra time to try to figure out the second thing or do you are you just going to like immediately like go to telling Osalda what you found? Um, I think Leslie, once she starts working on something, I think that she's going to have a really hard time pulling it away. So, yeah, I think she's going to okay. try to continue working on that second piece a little bit longer. Unless, like, Hoselda okay. is, like, gets impatient or something. Uh, Hoselda has, like, 
sort of re- leaned back and is like looking at her book of poetry um, while you are doing this. Um, so she's giving you a little bit longer. Uh, give me another arcana check, uh, another roll to see if you can like figure out the second thing. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> that was worse. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> that was 11. Uh, 11 total. Um, yeah, you looking at the other thing, you, you can still tell that it's it's a little bit more powerful than the the shocking grasp. You once again can tell it's like a, some sort of protective magic. But beyond that, um, you aren't really sure what it is. OK, um, and I'll, I'll stop because, you know, I don't want to keep us all waiting. OK, uh, yeah. So that you you took maybe what, like 10 minutes to, to go over this, probably. Maybe like the first one took like five okay. minutes and then I took an extra 10 minutes on the other one. And then I'm just like, okay, okay I'm going to stop. I like kind of take my notebook. I put it back to my face and go, whoosh, 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 and I whisper my little <laughs> slogan, which I will come up with at some point. And then I, oh, I, I close it, it. I close it and I put it away. And then I face the salt and, and then I and I basically I'm a little bit exasperated because I'm like, I don't like coming across something I don't know how to figure out. Mm-hmm. So then I. I like tell her about that first part, the shock and grab. Then I tell her what that yeah. means. And then I tell her that there's a second layer. And and I seem like very reverent when I talk about the magic because it's like I respect that I don't know it. And I also respect that this is something that like like I'm I'm like excited because it's like, oh, this is like real magic. This is not like self-taught magic. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, there's still so much I don't know. So when when that when that finishes, uh, so when you you finish telling her all that, she has a, a, a soft smile on her face. Well, um, I admit I'm I'm very impressed. Uh, there's not many people outside of Mount Rena. Uh, I I don't know of anyone who is, I, I I don't know of anyone else that has come up with arithmancy, uh, and and with the ability to to understand it like you do. This is very impressive, uh, very impressive work. You go to to hand her the the glove, and she uh, waves her hand. You can keep that. I must say, Miss Leslie, uh, I am very impressed with how you've presented yourself today. Uh, I I am not a fan of secrets. Uh, before you agree to, I, I, I've I've just I've learned so much about you. Do you have any questions for me? Um, okay, Leslie's gonna look a little, like, taken aback, just cause, like, oh, you, you're allowing me to, uh, ask some questions. Oh, um, some questions, I guess, um, what is it about my, my, my project and my plans that you, you really like? Uh, what about having a public library is something, um, that you desire? I have... I'm not going to lie. I have struggled through my life. Uh, it's been very difficult for me to learn the things that I've learned, and I find that now, um, even now, I, I feel like I am so far behind where I would be if I had been, if I had had resources made available to me when I was younger. And I, I don't want anyone else to go through life losing that same sort of potential. I want everyone to have a chance to be 
as good as they could be. Yeah, Leslie's gonna, like, nod her head and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you. Uh, so what would be the next steps, uh, for, for me in the application process? Well, um... Well, application process is through. Uh, if you're, if you are available, I will happily, we, we will happily fund your mission, your project to, uh, have we said what your project is? Yeah, the public library. Yeah, okay, public library. Yeah, you did. Sorry. Get with it, Ty. Well, the, the application progress, uh, the application progress, oh, fuck, progress. The application process is the, what you're the trying The application to say. process. Well, the don't don't worry. You can relax. The application process is through. You are funded. We will, in addition to funding the project itself, the the actual foundation of the library in the Three Brothers, um, we will we will be providing you with a stipend so that you can live relatively comfortably. And I will also provide you with a small collection to get your library started. Uh, however, you will have to go to pick that up. I hope you don't mind. I have connections in uh, Mount Rena, so uh, I will be sending you out of there uh, in a couple of days to pick up this this collection. Oh, my words. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so very much. I promise, I promise I will make you proud. And she, like, shakes uh, her hand, like, very forcefully and energetically. <laughs> are, are you you heading out, you think? No, I'm just shaking her hand. Oh, okay. She she shakes her hand. Uh, she smiles and she says, "I I am sure you will." Uh, do you have any Do you have any final questions for me or? Um. So well, I guess the next steps would be picking up the book from Mount Rena. So. Yeah, the she, books. So yeah, so she's probably gonna like ask about and make sure she she understands like how to do that. <laughs> okay. Um. And so she's I never be been to Mount Rena, so she's gonna have like questions. Yes. So I'll be sending you to Mount Rena. Uh, there's a caravan that should be able to take you there. I'll, I'll send word via Sending Stone to Professor Tucker, uh, who will meet you and take you to his uh, to the collection to pick it up and then to take it the rest of the way uh, to the Three Brothers. I, I know that going all that, that far north and then back down to the west, it's, it's a lot of travel, but I trust that you are the person for the job. Thank you so much. This is this is an adventure, really. You're sending me on an adventure, <laughs> and I could not be more pleased. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, she's yeah, very so, uh, she's very happy right now. Like you have made Leslie's like decade. Excellent. So I, I'm going to do a scene transition here, unless you uh, have anything else you want to ask her. No, I'm good. Okay. Whoosh, we're changing scene. <laughs> Over the next couple of days, we see uh, Leslie preparing for her trip to Mount Rena. Uh, do you what do you what do you do to prepare? Like, what are you going to be bringing with you? Uh, and is there anybody that you need any? steps that you need to prepare to leave like uh, anyone that you need want to let know that you're going that sort of thing um we don't need to do a scene for this but like she would have ta- told like the libby that she was leaving she probably would like she lives like probably like an apartment building so like she would need to let the landlord know like i mean she she's planning on like 
you know, leaving, maybe not like completely moving out just yet because she's going to be coming back to get her stuff, but like starting to set the mm-hmm. stone. So she's like packing up. But yeah, she right now, I feel like Leslie like doesn't have like that many friends, but not from lack of trying. Like, I think she's just a lot. So gotcha. she does, she's a lot to take in. How long has she been? Uh, how long has she been living in Zerk? I'm going to say probably a year. Like she's she's okay. like fresh, hot off the presses, like full of life and wonder and not gotcha. taken down a peg yet by life. <laughs> Okay. How 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 old are you picturing her being? I'm picturing her to be like pretty young. I'm just gonna say she's like twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. Uh cool. We see as Leslie uh makes her way out of the city. Uh do you have like a do you just have all your stuff in a pack or maybe like a rolling trunk? Or or how how are you doing that? I think she's probably got a well, she's pa- probably packed light because she's gonna be bringing back a, a lot of stuff with her. Uh, you make your way out of Cirque, packed for a the long road ahead. Um, obviously, you have to catch a ferry across Saginaw Lake. It's a evocation ship. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, but still, it's it's kind of it's always like a whole thing because you're having to get the tickets. They always checking around the tickets, and like people are trying all going for a different seat. Ah, oh, it's it's just it's a lot. Um, but once you land and unload your cart, uh, you're able to join up with a small caravan of other travelers and uh, make your way up north. The group starts uh, very diverse, relatively diverse, but it isn't long uh, before, you know, you've dropped off some halflings here, some some humans there, and it isn't long before you are practically one of the only uh, non-dwarves in the group, with with a couple of exceptions, like there's a, there's a green-skinned dragonborn, and there's uh, a couple, the a human couple that's been, like, very... Just had like a gross amount of PDA the whole time. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. Uh, and your your trail, the trail cuts through a seemingly endless forest, occasionally interrupted by intersections that head off to small towns, temples, or apparent dead ends. But eventually you leave that forest behind, and past the rolling foothills, you see a massive snow-capped mountain range. Near the very center of the skyline, stands a towering a towering peak topped with a swirling storm. A couple of the, the dwarves comment about how nice the weather looks, <laughs> and you see, laying out ahead of you, not even a day's travel away, the dwarven city of Mount Rena. Uh, this is all, like, narration, and we're going to end after I'm done with this. Well, Leslie's on a bus, sitting on a bus. Sit- well, it's not, it's a caravan, it's not a bus. Are there animals... Uh, yeah, there's, like, horses and, and chickens and stuff. There's chickens? There's chickens. Okay, well, Leslie, cluck, cluck. I'm going to make, I've decided right now, Leslie's vegan because she loves all animals. So she's probably very excited trying to, like, pet the chickens. And people who own the chickens are probably not happy that she wants to pet the chickens. You don't have to add that. No, no, I like it. Or you could put that uh, in the I'll, I'll put it in the bloops. The bloops. Leslie and her chickens. Look at all those chickens. Meanwhile, on the other side of the mountain range, we see a woman 
much, much taller than Leslie. Uh, nearly, uh, nearly six foot six, with thick muscle, covered in blood, and with a confused look on their face. They stand in nearly three feet of snow, with a massive wall at their back, and in front of them, the same mountain range that Leslie was just looking upon. Her eyes scan through the clouds and see the rotating beam of light of a distant lighthouse. She turns and starts walking towards it. And so I think that's where we're going to end things today. Uh, so, thank you for coming on, Sam. You're welcome. I'm happy to grace this podcast with my presence. Well, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I really enjoyed the character voice you decided to do. Uh, thank you. Do you it have might any... be completely different the next time. I'm just saying. Oh, that, that, always, that always happens. No worries. I feel like her voice is going to be an involved. <laughs> I, I kind of like that because, um, I mean... From what's happened so far, I kind of like the idea that, you know, maybe uh, her accent was, like, thicker when she was, like, living away from the city, and then she, like, tried to dial, tries to dial it back, but then when she's, like, nervous, it gets a little, like, more of her natural. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we'll see how things go. Who knows? But thank you also, listeners, for joining us today at the beginning of uh, Leslie's journey. Do you want to, is there, I assume there's nothing you want to plug or anything. <laughs> like, you there... plug something? Yeah. Adorable. Um, I'm going to plug getting your flu shot. That's really <laughs> important. Um, I'm going to plug, you know, take care of your mental health. It's okay to have a rest day. Read a good book. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to plug. Taking yeah. care of yourself. Love it. And, and it's part of uh, taking care of yourself. Uh, maybe check out another uh, show on the Scavengers Network. Or maybe rate and review your favorite podcasts out there. Maybe tell a friend about a side character quest. That's a really relaxing thing that I like to do. It's actually incredibly not relaxing ooh, ooh, for me. Go for a I run. Know. You could also go, go for, for a run. run. Go for a run. Uh, these and are all listen things. listen to side character quests while you're running. Exactly. Re-listen to side character quests a thousand times. Uh, and yell uh, as you're running down the street just yell like like and subscribe uh side character <laughs> quest at all of the people that you pass anyway uh i think with that we're gonna go ahead and uh pitter patter on out of here pitter patter pitter patter pitter patter pitter Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.
PodCube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. This is just going to all just be bloop stuff. Yes. Hello. Let's do the count thing. Let's do the count thing. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay, we're done. Eighteen. That's <laughs> nineteen. Twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. Twenty-three. <laughs> Twenty-four. I'm, I can't. I can't. I'm done. I'm can't. Coward. I know I am a coward. I thought I was gonna I thought I I thought I had a chance, but then I realized no, you're in this for the fucking long haul. I feel nothing, Ty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to practice my sort of uh announcer at copy voice. Hello, 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 hello. Ty <laughs> That clipped like hell. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say side character questions immediately, and then I was like, nope, that's already a thing that Ty has claimed for something else. I know, else. right? I almost did that uh, when, I was, when I was doing the initial write-up for this. Should we, you, should, should we re- redo that? I don't know. Fuck you, Ty, is a good thing for me to yell during a sponsored break. Uh, the guy, the guy, I think, um, really likes the, actually genuinely likes the show. Uh, and so, uh, I don't need, don't need to worry about it. Okay. Uh, he knows you. Uh, I might, I might, <laughs> uh, sp- <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Side Character Quest. Is that how you're gonna start it? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Just coming out, coming out the gate, really <laughs> confrontational. Uh, hey, today we have Sam who just wants Wait, to no, throw me off. Wait, no, can we restart? Can we restart? No, this no. is it. This... I want to restart. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but I don't know what I don't know what questions I want to ask you. Well, what do you what, ask what do the you... other guests? I asked them like how long they've been doing D and D and stuff, which I, I think I just sort of asked. answered for me. Yeah, answered for you. Do you want me to do you want to want me to redo that so that you can answer that question? Yes, please. OK. Um, OK, uh, and I'm going to splice that in to right before I say the other thing. Uh, uh-huh, like, mm-hmm. All right. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to fade out. Whoosh. <laughs> Whoosh. your work today i i i'm very impressed in what you have i'm very I, yeah this is the stuff that gets cut uh, <laughs> um oh you left 
maybe it means it's time for a commercial break. I know that Eli is very good at coming up with commercial break ideas. Um, I'm not very good at it. So listener, you're not going to have any cool commercials from me. Um, I'll give you a cool PSA though. Uh, uh, drink water if you're sick. Um, wash your hands. Get your flu shot. Yeah, get that flu shot. That's important. You should do that. And um, get lots of rest when you're sick. Uh, I am currently sick myself, so this is why I'm telling you all this, listener. Dear listener, take care of your health. So yeah, that's that's my PSA. Commercial break over. End scene. Ooh, I hear a door. I think Ty's back. Is he back? No, it's a ghost. No, it's Ty. No, it's a ghost. No, it's Ty. No, it's a ghost. I guess it was a ghost, because he's not back yet. I feel like Ty does this intentional. He leaves you alone, so you talk to your mic, and you come up with things to say. It's a very intentional thing. It's manipulative, that's what it is. Hello. It's manipulation. Uh, also Hello. Drink lots of fluids, Ty. Okay. Are you drinking right. fluids? Uh-huh. Um, wait, okay. Wait, let me let me read the actual notes that I wrote for this and see if that's better than me, like just sort of ad libbing it. Do you remember those things called Mad Libs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you uh, add in random stuff and then you tell really random stories. Am I making it harder for you to think right now because I'm talking? <laughs> a little. One second. <laughs> Did you take your headphones off? Did you I did a while take ago. your headphones off I, so you couldn't hear me? How rude. I could hear you. Oh. <laughs> I was yeah. about to be very upset. My headphones are loud. Um, one second. I'm just gonna just give me give me give me a minute. I just wanna like I I I, I rewrote I realized I didn't like how I was going to narrate the end of this and I, I wanna like change it. So whatever. One Fine. Rude. Okay, sure. Well, how 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 end? How end? Cluck cluck. <laughs>